Wyverns and Weirdos Curse of Strahd is a horror-themed campaign, and as such, contains dark themes, including descriptions of gore, violence, and other features intrinsic to the gothic horror genre. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Wyverns and Weirdos Does Curse of Strahd. I'm Darby, your Dungeon Master, and joining me as always are Zoe, playing Sevia, Emily, playing Beatrice, Laura, playing Comrade, Johanna, playing Fall, and Mitch playing the ghost of Kazir's past. So, without any further ado, let's jump into another episode. And we are back. So, where we last left off, the party discovered Kazir's body in the street um, and brought it back to the church where uh, Van Richten offered up the information that he had a scroll of raised dead back at his tower. Uh, the party made their way to the tower, uh, running across a some sort of wild man, uh, wild person on the way who fled into the wilds. Uh, we didn't have time to unpack all that. <laughs> so we threw yeah. out the suitcase. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, this is a fun thing that will surprise us later. Before getting to the tower. Um, which Sevia and Van Richten have just stepped into. So, uh, let us see. Okay. So, going into the first floor. Um, uh, wait a second. Um, yeah. So, First floor. The flagstone floor is strewn with debris, and a few old crates stand near the east wall. A torn curtain to the south partially obscures the tower vestibule. A five-foot square indentation in the centre of the floor contains four pulleys, each attached to a taut iron chains that stretch up through a similarly sized hole in the rotted wooden ceiling. Standing next to the chains are four tall clay statues. Um, Van Richten steps into the, uh, yeah, uh, steps onto the indentation and you see the clay golems come to life and start pulling at the chains as Van Richten is elevated upwards and upwards and upwards. Uh, oh, I guess I'll stay here then. After a few moments, uh, the the golems switch the the direction of the pulleys, and you see the platform goes down. Um, good job, lads. It is it is empty. Oh, uh, wait. Uh, oh, she gets on it. Okay, and you start to be raised by this platform as the golems continue start to uh, elevate it again through the police. She kind of squishes her skirt down to try and make sure it doesn't get snagged on anything. Okay. Uh, going through the floors, you see the second floor, dust and cobwebs fill the otherwise empty room, the wooden floor of which is badly rotted and partly collapsed. 
the second floor, uh, or the third floor, uh, time and the elements have all but destroyed the chamber, uh, leaving a gash in the northwest wall and slimy black mildew on the walls. The wooden floor is completely rotted and has begun to fall away in places. Not the most comforting of places. And eventually, you reach the top floor. Unlike the levels below, this room shows signs of recent habitation, and although the place reeks of mould and mildew, it has plenty of creature comforts, including a cosy bed, a desk with a matching chair, bright tapestries, and a large iron stove with plenty of wood to feed it. Light enters through arrow slits as well as through dirt cracks dirt-caked windows with broken shutters. Other features of the room include a standing suit of armour and a wooden chest. Old wooden rafters bend under the weight of the tower roof, which has somehow remained intact. Mounted to the rafters are pulleys around which hang iron chains that support the tower's elevated platform. And you see Van Richten by the desk. She steps off the little pulley and walks over to him. Um, you certainly have made the best of this place. Indeed, it was, uh, it was interesting getting in, but, uh, once you get the hang of it, it's fine. Yes, it's those... Do you ever worry about the whole thing collapsing? Uh, initially, yes, but, uh, it seems that it's all supported by, by magic. Oh, that mage, yes. Yes. Did you ever meet them? No, I believe he was long dead by the time that I got here. Mm. Strong magic, then, for it still to be around and this powerful. Uh. I would expect as such from one that Strahd would trust. He was Strahd's mage? Yes. What would Strahd need a mage for? Uh, court duties, probably. He went by the name of Kazan. Kazan? Yes. Well, I'm, I'm assuming you already went through the place and found anything useful. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, and you see him go, uh, ah, here it is. And he pulls out a scroll. All right, down we go. All right, well, um, you first. All right. Roll me a persuasion. Okay. Just. Oh, that's a six. I insist. You first. Well, I just think you're the one that can help Kazir. And a few more seconds isn't going to make that much of a difference. Fine. Okay. Uh, hopefully nothing uh, tries to come get you while I'm gone. 
I assure you it won't. She steps on the little pulley, tucks her little skirt in. And And you are taken down through the levels of the tower and back down the bottom. She she steps off, but she waits for him to come down. Okay. And the the elevator is lifted back up to the top floor. And moments later, comes back down, and you see Van Richten step off of it. All right. Let's get your friend out of range of this anti-magic field. Yes. Wonderful. She's going to follow him out. So okay. while that's been happening, um, I assume we're just yes. we're just chilling out in the grass, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Conrad's gonna have gone over to, um, after he's kind of like stretched his um, like <laughs> stretched out everything out, kind of like gotten out cricks of his back. He's gonna go and um, have another look at Kazir's body um in the wheelbarrow. Okay. Uh, what are you looking for? Uh, so he's just looking at like um because he knows like Vandrick needed to pull out the stick from his eye. He's just looking to see if there's any other major things that are going to need to be at least mildly addressed. If quite possibly, it is actually going to be able to bring him back. Um, like, is anything going to need to be like like a sling or something? Be like, are any of his bones severely broken? Because he doesn't know exactly how this spells um, at all. Roll me a medicine check. Not ideal at it, but uh, he was going to have a look. Mm. So, 15? 15. Um, there doesn't appear to be anything overly serious um, long-term. Um, there's a few scrapes and bruises, uh, a few deeper cuts that are probably going to leave um, minor scarring. Yeah. Um, but nothing... Nothing overly significant. All right. And Connor is going to look over to make sure no one is looking. And then he's going to rifle through Kazir's bag, I guess. Um, okay. He's just looking for bandages. But you know. still had Kazir's bag. Oh, she's got it. Oh, she's, she's, she's hmm. been carrying it with her. She's been carrying yeah. it. Yeah. All right. That's fine. So then Connor is going to like just sigh, reach into his own bag and pull out some fabric strapping and try to um address, like, I guess, the worst the worst of that. Okay. Um, again, Gromium medicine check. An 18. Okay. Okay. I got no medicine modifier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you managed to kind of deal with the worst of it. Um, um, and then, so he turns around and, uh, Beatrice and fall still chilling. Yeah. Yeah. So he um he covers up Kazi and he's like, mm-hmm. and I suppose you, like were, were you guys chilling near each other or were you just like standing awkwardly at different points on the grass? Beatrice is lying in the grass. <laughs> um, Fool is like once again kind of just like crouched. Yeah. Be back in um, stall probably. That's fair. So Kara's gonna look between them and just kind of like sit down on the grass with like his knees to his chest, I guess, and he's gonna look at me like, well. Not sure how I think about all of this, reviving and stuff. Like, have you seen anything like this before, Beatrice? Healing uh, someone from the dead? Uh, I've... Would Beatrice know anything? Probably not. You would have heard of it, but it's quite high-level magic. Um, 
especially that's... especially doing it outside of the minute mark. Yeah. Um, I've uh, heard of such things, but I've never witnessed anything like it. Mm. It's very, uh, very intense sort of magics. I suppose in a place that has vampires that can tamper with one's faculties, I suppose something like this is not out of the question, but um, I just fear what some people might think if this does not work is all. The, the reactions some people might have um, if it uh, doesn't work, you know, um, considering, I mean, this sort of thing that happened to Kazi was inevitable after all. It's the sort of thing that happens when someone tries to play the hero. So I just I would just be worried about what other people might uh, some certain other people that aren't here right now might react. That's all. Kazim knew what he was doing. And we will cross that bridge when we come to it. Precisely. Well yes. if he knew what he was doing, it was a uh... Very poor decision on his part. Uh, yes, Ag agreed, precisely. Well, I'm glad the two of you feel the same way. Good. I suppose we shall see what will happen. Yes, there's definitely a chance the spell won't work. I mean, from my experience with resurrecting kind of magic, although this seems to be a much stronger one. Hmm. So, it's been so long since he died, after all. Yes. Yes, precisely. Okay, Kazir, you've been around for this whole thing. Oh. Um, um, I have been pacing outside that tower door, waiting for Sevier and Van Richten to come back. Mm. I do like a couple of signals in front of the door to see if I can get it to open. Nothing happens. No. Can I like try a door handle? Um, you, you, there, there isn't really a handle on this door. It's just this, um, how do I describe it? This, this kind of metal plate, um, with a sort of, uh, let me. It's got like a yes. symbol of a of a star on it. Yeah, so uh, the door is made of iron with no visible handles or hinges. In the middle of the door is a large embossed symbol with a connected series of lines with eight stick figures set around it. Carved into the lintel above the door is a word, Kazan. Do I know that name or word? Uh, no. Can I try and push against the door? But, um, that that image, if I okay. if, if is that of the door. Ah, the metal door with like a puzzle. round plate on it, with like yeah, yeah it looks like yes. a puzzle. Mm. Okay, and those those seem to be stick figures. That does d is Beatrice doing that, Emily? No, that's just me. Okay. Yeah. Um, so those, those, yeah, those appear to be like stick figures that are doing positions similar 
to oh, those yeah, done here we by... go. Oh, that pretty much yeah. tells you what to do. Yeah. Uh, stick figures is Fall doing it? Yeah, is Fall <laughs> doing that? Um, I don't know if Fall's noticed it. Int check? Zia could... would tell you, but... <laughs> yeah. I'll roll an int check, I guess. Yeah. I'm worried. Can we leave the tower before this happens? That was a three for intelligence. So no. <laughs> uh, but it's more of a perception check to see it. Yeah, well, I mean, really. that's true. <laughs> it's full of white, like, intelligent enough to think to perceive it. Oh, that was a 12 perception. A 12. Yeah, so you see the door with the, the, the dial of sorts on it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's a weird way of getting in and out. So no handle. Hmm. Probably well. some kind of trap or puzzle or something, or supposed magic, perhaps. I'd never be able to find, figure out something like that. It looks way too complicated for me. Indeed. And Flew gives up for now. They don't have any need to. Mm. Okay. Um, so the door opens and uh, Van Richten and Sevia walk out. All right. Let's get the body a good 10 feet away from the tower. All right. The radius is only that small. Uh Good point. I've never tried the full extent of it. We'll go to the other side of the land bridge. Oh, oh great. Um, All right. So that that would only be probably about an eighth of a mile. So maybe five, ten, like maybe a five minute walk. Come on again with much um, irritation, hoist up the, yeah. um, the wheel power. <laughs> Oh, it's what you get for being the buff boy. Sorry. Yes, his lithe muscles bulging in his (laughs) white shirt. He is not buff looking. (laughs) Sevia is a little sorry that Comrade has to do this again, but she also wants this to work, so she's not going to stop him. (laughs) He just looks grumpy. Yeah, but he's doing it. Again, he's he's quiet again after he said the stuff too long. A uh, fall and Beatrice. Cool, right. we do that. So, this is going to take a while, and it may behoove you to uh, participate. Say a few words. Uh, petition the soul, so to speak. What sort of words? Like, just any words? Anything that you believe might uh, make him more inclined to come back. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, all right, it's odd, but sure. So, the way this will work is that... This is a resurrection challenge. Challenge? Th- oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, Mitch, to, in advance. Up to three members of the party 
or up to three people um, can offer to contribute to the the ritual, uh, the resurrection ritual, via a skill check of some sort. So the way this works is you say what you want to contribute, and I will ask for a skill check based on how you are contributing. Okay, so think of a small way that eventually, you could do a eventually, good check of. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, there will be a role made mm-hmm. to determine whether it is possible for the soul to come back oh God. Uh, to the body. The, the eventual DC for that is adjusted depending on whether you succeed or fail in the uh, previous skill checks. Does is this whole like skill check thing for flavor? Is that the saying a couple of words? Yes. Okay, that changes what I'm gonna say. Potentially, I don't, I don't know how Darby's ruling it, but if you say the right words that might like really appeal to the soul, or the wrong words that might definitely not, there may be potentially advantage or disadvantage applied. Yeah, maybe. Like there's always, well, there's always. Also, like, how are we ruling it if Kazir wants to come back to his body? Uh, that is simply me telling Mitch the result um, <laughs> and him saying whether that's uh, whether he is willing. All right. This will find okay. out. Don't mess this up. No I hate this. I hate this. You hate this. <laughs> I'm so glad Ross was only dead for 17 seconds. I can't handle this. Spoilers for people who haven't listened to Wyvern. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Have fun, guys. Hopefully okay. this comes out like Let's four go. weeks after that. Oh, yeah. Let's go. For people who are up to date, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Um, so skill checks are just the ones right at the top, aren't they? Or can yes. we do like the... So, like, I can give Kizzy acrobatic. Yeah, can I just yeah. do an acrobatic inspiring thing? So you you tell me <laughs> what you're going to do and I will call for a skill check relevant. <laughs> mm, yeah, that makes sense. Try not to metagame it too much. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. Uh, just please, you're just saying soft words. Um... As a player, may I ask that Sevia go last, if she is one of the three? Yeah, yeah you can. You can. You can definitely. Just ask putting that. it out there that if I'm, if she's one of the three, and I think yeah. she really wants to be, like others can go first. Comrade leans leans towards Beard. She's like, "This is a bit strange, isn't it? Have you heard of anything like this before? Mm. In treating yeah. the soul." Not exactly, but I don't see why it's not a viable option. Beatrice, you have Kazir's belongings, do you not? I do. Might be prudent to see if there's anything that particularly might draw his soul here. Would you not agree? Yes. Again, he's not here right now, so he can't exactly object. I don't know how he'd feel about us going through Perhaps he will be so filled with rage that he will jump back into his body and want to strangle us. But, you know, that's uh, he can certainly try. I mean, he's not exactly that uh, capable of combat. But, you know. Paul, like, scoots over and is like, oh, that's a, that's a good idea. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I, I think so. We're a party of thieves and pickpockets. <laughs> See, if all agrees, I think it would be a good idea. It'd be good to, to you know, see if there's anything that might entreat him. 
or appeal to him more. I mean, how well do we really know anyone here? We've only known each other for about three days. So I uh, say so he's a he was a, a medic in training or something. He surely had some sort of holy symbol or something that's a, a value to him in there. If you don't want to look through it, I will. I'd be more than happy to. Beatrice puts it on the ground and steps back and says, "I do not think Kazir would like this, but it's up to you." Like. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> investigation. Should I look through his bag? Yeah, roll me an investigation check. Imagine this is going through while, um... Oh, okay. So yeah. 13. Investigation. 13. Uh, I'd say you're, you're probably able to find uh, there is there is a symbol to uh, the Great Redeemer, Damir. I can't touch uh, it because it's too holy. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh. And... Anything else that they would find in there that Conrad would find in there, Kazir? Um, yeah, I'm just going through. There's a bunch of random religious stuff in, like, the middle pouch. There's, uh, you know, a bunch of candles. There's, it's, like, entirely wax-coated on the bottom from all the loose candles that have broken off. Uh, it smells very heavily of incense. Um, there's, you know, a couple of blankets and a change of clothes which are just like brown monkey sort of wear um and sitting sort of on top of the blanket is a a a small dark leather journal (laughs) god Um, it looks to see if other people are watching him fall is looking at i'm afraid to say fall is like watching you intently i mean not (laughs) conrad but looking at the um what because his possessions are intently. Conrad grabs it and he's going to have a little look in the va- in the journal then. All right. Fall does now not object. Do- I'm kind yeah. of imagining this is happening while like CB's like, oh god, okay, what do I say? And like yeah. um the yeah and also yeah if there's guy. any like uh re- like symbolage or magic like any other components to the spell that are necessary, Sevia is helping with that. Like if there's okay. symbols or mm. vocabulary or like establishing things that need to be done, she yep. is contributing her magic to the She's spell as well. Um, she really is, wants it to work. There is also in um, Kazir's backpack a lot of things regarding, uh, relating to like the construction, like preparation of a ceremony as well, which some of those ceremonies may be funeral rites. Mm, so, interesting. Cool. Don't know if that's yeah. readily available. Or... Uh, well, I guess Conrad has a look cursively at the journal. Okay. Flick through, any, see if there's anything any in particular. highlights, Kazir? Um, yeah, I mean, it's written... Um, Probably a good two-thirds of it is written in. Um, it some of them, some of the entries have dates on them. Some of them don't. But looking at mm-hmm. it, it looks like um, mo- the journal entries vary between like a couple of days in between, and you know, like, there's a couple of periods which are like seven or eight months in between entries. Um, there's a couple of names that are mentioned, but for the most part, it's um, really only like day to day. Like this is what I did today, or these are my mm. um, 
Uh, yeah, a um, couple of names that are mentioned. There's uh, Maester Fletchwig, who seems to be in charge of, or at least his reporting officer for the Temple of Daemir. Um, and there's a lot of mentions of a, a, a Sasha. Okay. Um, a particular context for this Sasha? Uh, yeah. So just, just mentioned a lot, or yeah, well, I've mentioned a lot in the first entry. Um, that's in there is Kazir. Well, I'll, I'll read it out. <clears throat> My uh, darling Sasha told me I should start to keep a diary so I can show myself just how far I've come in the coming years. I think it's stupid, but Sasha's really wanting me to, so if it helps me get closer to her, I'll do it. Sasha, if you're reading this, sorry I only wrote it a couple of times. Interesting. Um, yeah, and flicking through, it appears like most of the entries that mention Sasha are talking about... Um, yeah, doing things that are day-to-day with Sasha. Um, there's one, uh, entry number 24, if you're taking notes, is talking about taking Sasha uh, out of Dorum to have a little bit of riding practice on their how on the, yeah, their donkey that they've got because Sasha's wanting to grow up and become an adventurer. Excellent. Mm, okay. Wait exciting cool uh-huh. and then she's mentioned further on if you continue reading or not cool uh, well yeah he will um, oh and uh, Comrade pauses for a moment because he's, he's looking at this very carefully and then he's oh um uh, Beatrice he like uh, tosses her the uh, like the holy symbol for Daemir uh-huh. or Paul one of you uh, that should be uh, that's religion the religious artifact he should be uh, tied to that I will let you know if I find anything else interesting, and he will continue to read while you guys do whatever. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of entries, um, but (laughs) if you're sort of skipping through the middle... um, I guess, um, yeah, yeah, he's he's skimming through it to find more context, I suppose. Okay. Um, Yeah, well, towards the end, there's like an entry at the end, and then right at the, um, the end of the book, sort of written upside down, uh, so essentially you've started the journal again um, is a list of names and it's all your names and it's like a brief description of each person Conrad's <laughs> <laughs> just like <clears throat> yeah, he'll read onwards okay. that's great if you have anything prepped otherwise yeah, he'll just be like oh my god <laughs> yeah, it's not much, it's only a couple of lines yeah, uh, per person but um so, and it's all written shorthand, so it's like, there's the name and then it's like dot points as it goes. Yeah. Um, so it starts off, the first entry there is Beatrice. Kanku, uh, uh, a sort of ranger folk. Seems comfortable with adventuring and sure of themselves. Good hunter. Will be a good leader if given the right shove. Conrad. Early twenties, maybe. Human, nervous, and finds comfort in his blades. Way too upper class to be here, but has the potential to fit in just fine. Fall. A young tiefling. A normal tiefling. Hates conflict, but has a tendency to find it. Anxious, and not at all prepared for adventure. Sevia. 
seemingly smart human with issues with anxiety. Also not prepared for adventure. Mid-twenties, I think. Reminds me of an older Sasha, and that reminds me of home and gives me comfort. Ah, I see. And he closes the book and kind of just like, oh, I don't, he stashes it into like in like the, under his coat kind of thing for, for the time being. Like, okay, excellent. Have some context. Um, good. Should be interesting. Uh, yes, holy symbol acquired. We'll um, put his things back in his bag. Good, good, good. How were the preparations going with the spell? How are they going, Darby? Um, they're, they're, they're progressing. It's like, well, we're not going to have too much longer before the spell just functions. So if you're going to try to entreat him, I suggest you do it soon. Yes, yes, I think we should get on with it. I, um... I don't think I trust to be with something so serious. Is everyone else prepared? We've got some uh, some ties that might want to call him back to keep up the good fight, possibly. We shall see. Excellent. Well, Beatrice, do you have any ideas on how to entreat Kazir? Uh, yes, a couple of ideas. Excellent. I have a potential bond. We shall see. Good. Well, now's the time. If any of you would like to go first. Beatrice, would you like to go first or shall I? Mm, I think you should go first. Okay, good, excellent. So, just in the general vicinity of Kazia's body. Yes. We just yes. speak, yes. Yes. Okay, well, Kazia, if you are around, um, probably would be best to come back down into your body. Has been treated as good as possible, I'm sure, if you do come back into it you can uh, treat yourself better going to be a few downsides though but um regardless i think it would be important and if you do want possibly a chance to see your sasha again i know she's very dear to you and she's probably wanting well the um mentorship that clearly you're the faster you come back down in here the faster you can get back out back home to where you are and possibly help Sasha or provide the uh, comfort that uh, your specific relationship requires uh, well yes uh, yes and uh, also yes um hmm you also have to come get your book back because I will read everything in it. So, um, yes, <laughs> Sasha is probably the word you were looking for. Come back for Sasha. And he uh, takes right. out the, the little journal, pops it on because he is uh, like yeah. chest, I guess. Roll me a persuasion check. Alrighty. Um, it's my persuasion. So, 14. That's okay. the roll I did. 14 okay 
Who is next? And then Crow just looks at Beatrice like, well, come on. Uh, Beatrice steps up with the uh, symbol in her hand and just says, I don't believe this is what your god wanted for you. We still need you here, especially Sivia. I, I still need you. And she pops it on top of the book on his chest. Step. Roll me, roll me a religion check. Maybe I should. Come on, Beatrice. Uh, dirty twenty. Oh. Dirty twenty. Okay. Yes. Uh, Good sir. All right. Okay. Um. Sevia has kind of throughout the whole prep process has kind of been staying near Kazia's body. She's going to step closer. She's going to look at him for a second and then just kind of go to her knees next to him. She's going to once again put her hands on both sides of his face. Kind of, it's really quite tender. It's not necessarily romantic. It's just tender. And really quietly, almost like she only wants him to hear it. Uh, she's going to say, um, Kazia, please. Please. I don't. I miss you. Way I miss everyone else I've lost. I don't know if I can keep doing this. Please. If not for us, for me. Call me a persuasion check. Not 20. <laughs> With a persuasion on top is 21. Very lucky. Okay. So, I have actually messaged Mitch what the DC is for this. Um, this is the dice I will be using. When I have rolled it, I will send Mitch a photo of the results. You get an advantage? Sure. <laughs> yeah, come on, surely. Yeah. Please? I, I use my um, uh, <laughs> advantage, Master of Tactics to give an advantage on the front of the roll. <laughs> to give the ghost, the ghost of Kazir advantage. Literally <laughs> shaking. So, Kazir. standing by as a spirit uh, as your friends have entreated your soul to return. There's this 
spark of divine energy that comes off of the scroll and makes its way to your body. There is a moment, a moment where you feel the magic, the radiant magic coming, almost pulling at you, but you walk away. And with that, you see it as the scroll disintegrates and you wait you all wait nothing Kazir should something have happened by now Kazir I am I'm afraid your friend is lost We'll just cast the spell again then. Perhaps he wasn't listening that time. Surely a bit hard of hearing. Just cast it again. You're a magician. I could if you have a diamond. (laughs) Do you have a diamond? No, but we can get one. We can find one. We can get one. We can get one. Where where do you suggest that we get a diamond here in Barovia? What size of diamond do you need? Uh, one worth approximately 500 gold. Oh. <laughs> at a minimum. Karen, like, looks to, like, like, reaches in his pocket, pulls out a ring and, like, looks at, like, the gemstone. It's like, oh, probably not. Mm. Puts it back. <laughs> um, Sylvia well? is, like, weeping. And then she just stops. Oh, I'm going to regret this. What about this? And she holds out her arcane focus. That is not a diamond, my child. It doesn't have to... It can't be just any gem. It has to be something. It has to be a diamond of sufficient value. So you're implying that no one in Barovia has diamonds. Not the nobles. The nobles might, but I don't know if I can guarantee that we'll be able to get access to them. Oh, and I'm even if we certain do, we can. Uh, even if we do, there's no guaranteeing that he'll still... that he will respond to the spell at this point. Kazia. Why the fuck would you not take this chance when it was offered to you? Not everyone gets a chance to come back! What is wrong with this... Self-sacrificing idiot! Right. That's... Fine. Okay. Um, Fall's gonna storm off. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it is correct, Kazia. Um, uh, well, um, I'll burn your diary. I'll burn, you know, your, uh, your... Sasha, weren't you? Yes, yes. Personal bonds, all that. If you don't come back, I'll burn that, and we'll uh, we'll destroy your holy symbol, and 
Yes, uh, you're certainly, it has to be one intact diamond. I do have quite a few gemstones. Uh, Revivify, this... Revivify will accept multiple diamonds to a certain value. Oh, good. Excellent. Any, any other resurrection spell requires a single intact diamond. Ah. <sighs> Oh, and obviously my my ring doesn't have a diamond in it, does it, Darby? Uh, no. no and even yeah. if it did, it would be It'd nowhere be near. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll just go get a diamond then. That'll be fine. Should be easy. Beatrice, you good at thieving? I'm quite good at thieving. Hmm. Ah, uh, yes. It should be. It should be easy. Surely you have a diamond. You're a wizard. I am no wizard. Use magic, you know, that sort of thing. Diamond won't be hard to get, so if we get a diamond, you'll, we'll get a, a chance to draw a dragon back and possibly kick him in the pants for I'm not taking this opportunity. It is... It is, um... Not guaranteed. Each attempt to resurrecting a body makes it more difficult to resurrect that body in future. Magic. Magic. They tend to have some kind of time limit or something, don't they? Yes, but... Uh, I've, I've never... I've never been entreated to re-attempt the spell after a failure before. Oh. It is entirely possible. It is entirely possible that having failed, that it may not be possible to bring your friend back outside of the most powerful of resurrection magics now. Right. And that, outside of a scroll, is quite beyond my capabilities. Okay. Hmm. So that's just okay. it then. He's just gone. He just cho chose to not re-inhabit his body. It would seem to be the case. Idiot. Do you have the scroll? Unfortunately, it uh, doesn't work like that. The uh spell still worked its magic it's just that the soul was for whatever reason unreceptive just another one or one at a higher level we I do not these are expensive uh, expensive or hard to find money okay hmm then we find it and we find it is possible but as I said it's no guarantee that your friend will come back who knows who's going to die next I mean this was inevitable Hazia yes. if you are still around I would suggest you reconsider 
And if you reconsider, you find some way of letting us know now, and I will get you a diamond. Please. But if you do not come back when we die, and we also find we can't leave this fucking place, we will come and kick your ass very thoroughly. So I would recommend you come back post haste if you cannot because you made a stupid decision to continue your martyrdom by playing the hero trying to sing gallant in front of people that are upset about you shut up shut up get a hold of yourself woman no all right he's he obviously doesn't want to hear from us if he wants to come back been through enough. You don't have to insult him. The best thing we can do now is to break whatever curses on this stupid place and therein all the souls, all the people will be released. Yeah? Including us. Uh, Kazir, what is your spirit doing? Um, <coughs> right. Um, uh, if he's he was slowly going to start walking away, but on hearing Conrad say, "Give us a sign," um, he's going to go. Up, is Conrad still holding the diary or no? Yes. He's just going to. Because he's picked it up. He's got a tinder. He had a tinder box with to where he was threatening to burn. Oh. <laughs> um, he's just going to softly touch the hand that's holding the diary. You feel like it's almost like a light breeze grazing your hand. What was that? I'll do it again. What? You feel mm. it again. Is that you? I poke his forehead. <laughs> You feel a Hey, stop brush that! That's not it. funny. Is is he here? I touch the diary again, or the hand with the diary. I think he is. Do you? Do you want to come back? Touch my hand, if yes. Touch my. Right hand, yes. Left hand, no. Yes? I touched the left hand. Okay. Well, that's decided then. What? What What did he say? He doesn't want to come back. Did she die? I touched the right hand. Okay. Well, you do realise you're not going to be able to go back and meet her until this is all sorted. It sounds like you're all kind of trapped in here like some kind of soul soup. So, 
you could come back and help us do that and then go and rejoin her. But otherwise, we'll find a way of sorting this out eventually. It just might take some time if we all survive. Otherwise, you won't be back with her. And you won't be able to complete your promise. Um, <clears throat> I, halfway through that, I go up to Sevia and just sort of, if I can, just sort of brush her hair back and then I yeah, walk away. Hello? Answer. He throws the book onto the ground and storms off. gone, isn't he? For real, this time. Beatrice goes and picks up the journal and places it back on his chest. Does anyone, um, know if Deomir had any kind of lost rights? Can I roll a religion check? <laughs> Hadn't you stormed off? Uh, no. Oh, oh no, no. I, like far away. Okay. I'm probably there again. Yeah, so roll me a religion check. Can I also roll? Uh, oh, no, because I asked. 17. Um, let me double check. Uh, there are no, like, specific burial rites. Um... Uh, Van Richten does say, I would suggest unless there is some sort of uh, considering the possible uh, circumstances around his death, I would suggest not burying him in the ground. At the very least, not directly. Why is that? There are... We don't want to be giving Strahd a new ally. Yes. So that's the phase that uh, new vampires come about. Yeah, well, vampires spawn at the very least. What do you suggest? I would suggest a uh, cremation at sea or lake, considering we're on the lakefront. Although, you could ask him yourself. What? I have I have a spell that it doesn't entreat the spirit, so it won't be him. But. 
it would uh, allow you to ask him anything he would have known in life. What? You can do that. It is. It is within my capabilities. Please. Um, and he approaches the body, and he casts. Uh, he begins to cast a spell. Um, like he start. He takes out some incense and starts burning it. Um, he says. I would advise trying for as long as possible to let on that he has died. Uh, the bodies don't always like to... Uh, the mind does... The physical mind doesn't always cope with that, especially not without the uh, spiritual mind to temper it. So it's just a shell of him, then? Yes. But it will get you the answers you seek, if you ask the right questions. And he places, he places the tip of the incense on Kizzy's forehead, and the body is animated briefly with magical energy. Conrad, what? Comrade, it's... Uh, she's going to... Once again, she's got her hands on either side of his face. And I'm assuming there's some kind of almost response to to re... to this temporary reanimation. So, uh, he's cold to the touch. Like, it hasn't brought him back to life. Delightful. Um, until the spell ends, you can ask the corpse up to five questions. Um... The corpse knows only what it knew in life, Mitch, including the languages it knew. Answers are usually brief, cryptic, or repetitive, and the corpse is under no compulsion to offer a truthful answer if you are hostile to it or it recognises you as an enemy. Uh, I mean, also if you, it recognises you as an ally. No, So no compulsion to tell the truth. Um, the spell doesn't return the creature's soul to its body, only animating its spirit. Thus, the corpse can't learn new information, doesn't comprehend anything that has happened since it died, and can't speculate about future events. And uh, how long does this last? It lasts up to ten minutes, or until all five spells, uh, five questions have been asked. Okay. And for the person in the room who uh, disassociated briefly, what questions are we looking to ask? Trying to find the... We're trying to find the, out what his preference for... Um, burial. Burial uh, yeah. or whatever rituals... Without like, telling me that I'm right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay. Mm. Body right. do not like that when they know that they are... Uh, dead. Okay. Conrad, everyone, we've got five questions with Kazir. What? It's complicated. He's quite hurt. But we have five questions, so we can ask him this. Um. 
she's going to, with a lot of difficulty, kind of step away from the corpse slightly and go over to the others and say, like, we have... We need to ask him how he wants to be buried, but we can't let him know he's dead. Is there anything else we need to know before? Any questions? We have five. Ask them now. Okay. Um, Right. I've got one, I suppose. Okay. Sevia is going to go back to the body. She doesn't want to leave it for that long. Okay. I guess it's a time for honesty. Right. Um. Hello there, Kazia. I'm not usually the most straightforward person, but I just thought I'd put this out there. I I haven't trusted you for a moment since I've met you. Since. You're the religious sort, and I grew up in a monastery that constantly had tests for me, and even though we don't share the same deity, I'm... I've been suspicious, so I guess I'll ask, is this some sort of test for me or us? Do you know anything about why we were transported here? That was all one question. (laughs) Well, I didn't know you before you got here, if that's what you're asking. It's helpful. I can't ask more questions! <laughs> well, that does help. I guess that eases some doubts. Uh, thank you. And four will back away. Anyone? <laughs> about the burial rites? Yeah. Kazir, uh, this is a um, strange question, purely one of intellectual curiosity. Um, disciples of Deimir, what are their preferred burial rites? If the ground is not available. Well, that's that's an awful tricky one. I mean, I've done some cremations before, and I've done some, you know, sending them out to sea. Varies person to person, I guess. Any of you have another before I ask? Mm. I don't no. want to use up your questions. What sort of thing you would ask? It's already answered the question I had. 
is is there any sort of uh, rites or anything you would perform for one of us should anything happen Kazir well I'd hope not I've grown quite fond of you guys and uh, if I have I've suppose I'll just follow the book that's in my backpack oh that one that you're holding it's got all my my rights in it okay okay mm. comrade yes you mentioned a Sasha when you spoke to him yes do you know who that is? I believe it was either a daughter or a a younger figure, considering his age and the way he was writing about her. I'm not certain if that's correct. Um, and he has told me directly that she has passed away, which I believe is in part why he has not wanted to come back again I'm not sure that is certainly a lot of concern for your child or someone that you figure that feel that way I'm not sure it could have been a partner although I'm not too sure yes it didn't come across that way to me although I'm not Yes, well, anyway, that's, it seems, I suppose we could ask him about her. I might, do you think that would be appropriate? I'm not, I don't know, but unless we can find a diamond, this is the last time we'll ever speak to him. Okay, um, Kazia, uh, I don't know you very well. I was actually going to, I was actually going to teach you how to, um, to do, uh, oh, well, I might later teach you how to do some combat to look after yourself. You are a, a medic, so, uh, my thoughts are that, um, you know how to heal people or the easiest way you were, a little bit uh, unsure with the mace, uh, the easiest way would be to reverse uh, your healing techniques to uh, pinpoint how to take someone out. So uh, that was sort of my, that is my idea, of course, um, but that's not uh, why we're here. Um, merely a uh, point of curiosity, I must admit, I did unfortunately to sneak a peek at your diary uh well um i have heard tell of sasha would you be able to tell us anything about her i understand she is dear to you and you i'm certain you will be reunited eventually sasha was my daughter I raised her after her mother left and we we were inseparable 
I loved her. Uh, thank you for sharing that with us. If, if no one else has a question, I'm going to ask him how he would prefer this end. Kazir Kazir I just want you to know and this is not a question I think we could have been very dear friends I think and I think I'm going to miss you a lot <laughs> in a way I haven't felt in a very long time um and I'm sorry I didn't purely hypothetical but you said that uh, burial sometimes is a matter of personal preference I know if I were to die I would wish to be cremated and buried with my family how would you prefer to go? Well, if that ever were to happen, I, I guess, I guess cremation would probably be the way to go. But I mean, once I'm dead, I guess I'm dead. People can do whatever they want with my body, but. Um, but if if it means anything, I, I consider us friends. Thank you. And with that, you see, like the magical energy um, leave Kazir's body. Kazir, Kazir, she puts her head on his chest and weeps. Okay, cremation. Let's get some sticks. Beatrice? You'll go put sticks. Let's go get some sticks. Yeah, I will get some sticks. Mm, we'll do that now. So the two of you go off into the woods to get some sticks. In the opposite direction, Fall, you spot uh, peering out from the trees um, the figure of a wolf with piercing green eyes. 
in the room, dude. Head. Come on. <laughs> Talking its head. Oh. In... Almost curiosity. And that's where we're going to leave it. For this <laughs> one. Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> fun. This is a really fun episode, guys. Yeah. We all have I don't have a funny quip. I'm wearing a lot of expensive makeup right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you had a good week, okay. guys. Oh, yeah. man, yeah. Mm. <laughs> nice tears. See you next week. Uh, yeah, have, have a, a good one. See Mitch next week, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thanks cool. for listening. Oh, my God. Oh. Um. <laughs>